This is Jonathan Goldstein. Please leave me a message. Hello? Have you ever experienced serendipity, Jonathan? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, do I have to, do I have to come up with an example? No. Okay. My dearest Martin, I'm sitting in the lobby of the hotel where we last met. I think you told me to be here. Where are you? I'm waiting for you. But I'm not sure that I remember. I think my head hurts. I'm waiting for you. It's like where we last And I'm starting to forget what you look like. It's been so long since we've been together. But I don't see. Come on board. Come on board. So pull this towards me? Yeah. It only weighs six tons, Anne. Okay, I can. I got this. I got yeah? My head hurts. There's a lot of static. I remember, I remember now. You took me on your boat. Does your boat have a name? Isa. You promised to take me to the island where you were born in the middle of the Baltic See, Sea. It will take us a couple of days to sail there. Uh-huh. That's where I take you. Sail through the night, and then we'll get there in the morning. I just want to leave. I want to go home. But, but did we go? I took you tonight. I don't remember. Why? Now I remember. You said you'd take me to St. Helena. It's just a dot. Uh huh. It looks like a piece of dirt. Like the map is something's wrong with the map. That's St. Helena. You know where Napoleon ended his life? Under mysterious circumstances. But we do know that on his deathbed, he called out for his lover, Josephine. Would I be safe? Of course. Really? Yeah. (laughs) What happens if a storm comes? On the ocean, you said you're steady, fearless. I don't know if I could ever get to the point of not knowing fear on a boat. But then it's good. Then you can have the fear, and I don't have the fear. And then we can calculate the middle way. Did we ever make it to the island? I don't remember. Where are you, Martin? I don't see you anywhere. But but I'm here. I I need to leave. I want to go home. But don't don't you want to see me? Every time I press my hand up against the wall where I think there's a door, there's a spark. Aren't you ever afraid? I'm afraid right now. And then you disappear. Walk across the lobby, huh? Okay. Sit down in the chair. Close your eyes. I'll stay here in this lobby. Relax. I'll, uh, I'll sit. Okay. I'll, I'll wait, wait for you. For you. Is it important for me to be real? Yeah. I'd like you to be real. Reality is no fun. Because it just ends. You know? 
we never know how long it's going to last. No. Mm-mm. I mean, who knows? It could last forever. It could last an hour. And it could even, like, never have existed. I guess it was back in February. And I had just installed a, a new VCR. And so, you know, when you set up a new VCR, you have to um, put in the new channels, and there's an auto um, selection. So I press auto, and, you know, it's just whipping through channel, you know, two, three, four, five, six. And it goes way up the band. And, you know, the numbers are going higher and higher and higher and higher and trying to find a station. And it locks in to the station. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, this is really bizarre, I think. I'm looking at a lobby in an apartment building. It was uh, like the image wasn't great. There's no audio track. Um, it's just a silent, you know, it's a, it's a security camera, I guess. But you don't live in a building that, right. that, that has a lobby, right? Right, right, right. So it's, it's, you're getting, you're getting um, reception of a, a, a lobby that, that is not your own. Right, right. I mean, if I was living in a high-rise, I wouldn't have been surprised to see my own lobby. Um, it's a lobby in another part of the city or in my town or wherever. But you don't know where. Not a clue. Not a clue. I have this neighbor downstairs, and he's got, you know, 155 stations. He's got a satellite dish, and he's always bragging about, you know, how clear the reception is and all these great channels, and he can get, like, David Letterman on L.A. Times, so, you know. His life's great. And so just as a joke, I said, yeah, but you got the lobby channel. And um, we start, I started explaining about this lobby mm-hmm. that I'm getting on channel 70-something. Uh-huh. And um, he says no, but that he would, like, um, scan through and see if he indeed got it. But, of course, he didn't. I think there's a certain point... Um, I think it's in March, where they start running a lot of reruns. Mm -hmm. And there's basically only about five shows that I watch religiously Mm -hmm. um, each week. A couple on CBC and a few others on American channels. And and just out of habit, after walking the dogs or whatever and coming back at 9.30, I automatically go to those shows. And, of course, there are reruns. And then sort of thought, oh... I've always got the lobby to look at. And I decide to, you know, just program it, keep it programmed on my uh, dial. On the speed dial. On the speed dial. So just as you're flipping, you know, from NBC to CBS to Fox, you have the lobby right alongside of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the lineup. In the winter, um, I'm not a jock, but what I like to do when it's really cold in Montreal is uh, on the weekends is uh, watch golf. Because uh, when I watch golf, like everybody's like in a balmy part of the world and the sun's shining. But at a certain point, it just becomes tedious. And, and I thought, well, I'll see what's going on in the lobby. And so I'd go back and forth from golf to the lobby. And to be honest, after not very much time, the lobby won. It's far more interesting, even though there was nothing going on. And I thought, 
you know, unfortunately, I have to go to work on Monday. And I wonder what happens, you know, at key hours in the lobby. Like, for instance, like, you know, is there a rush hour in the lobby? Like from 7 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning or at the end of the day. So I thought, well, you know what, I'll, I'll just start taping it. You started taping it? Yeah, I started setting up my VCR to record the uh, lobby at peak hours to see if there was any traffic. See if anybody was using the lobby. So at, at this point, how many tapes have you amassed? I was just only three at LP, so I've got like about, you know, six, seven hours of footage. On each one? Yeah. So, that, so that's like 18 hours? Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. And then I figured, you know, why not? I can just fast forward through it. Mm-hmm. And the first one I was watching, I was thinking like, you know, someone going to come walking in, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been the highlight, okay? That was my goal. But no one ever walked in. Uh, so I'm fast-forwarding through it, and then all of a sudden I see something. There's an image of a woman standing right in the center of the lobby. Boom. And it looked as though she's wearing a pillbox hat, which caught my attention. So I was on to something. Right. Right? Yes. Okay, I wasn't clearly wasting my time. And there she is. You know, there's this person standing in the middle of the lobby. And I, and, and I sort of forget that I'm actually watching someone in the lobby because I'm just so surprised to see anything at all. Hmm. And, uh, and sure enough, she starts going to her purse and she starts fumbling. She bends down, she stands up, and she looks in her hand. I assume, you know, she found her keys and she stops, she pauses, and then she just walks out of the frame. And goes in. I guess she goes in, yeah. Every time, you know, I fast-forward through these tapes, see what else is going on in the lobby, if I do see a person, it's her. And she's always wearing this pillbox hat, or what seems to be a pillbox hat. Huh. And it's interesting because she seems to fumble, like, she doesn't always, like, lose her keys, but, like, she'll walk, she'll be standing there, and she'll, like, sort of, like, seem to trip on something and grab her balance and, you know. But she's sort of fumbly. Yeah, she's a fumbly person. And, uh, but her hat stays on her head, so that's okay. I would, you know, be home and I'd start preparing dinner and I'd look up and I'd see the clock. It'd be like five o'clock. And instead of like running into the kitchen, I would just like turn on the TV set and see if I can catch a glimpse of her live. Bingo. There she was. Pillbox hat. What, what, about what time was this? Um, same time, same time, like somewhere around the dinner hour. Yeah, and I thought this is like a little weird, weird that I'm actually stopping what I'm doing to see if a person is, who I don't know is coming into a building. On a daily basis? Yeah. And, and how, how long were you doing this for? I guess about a month. Uh-huh. And, um, and I, I really didn't think anything of it. I mean, I have a full life, mm-hmm. you know. I work, I enjoy what I do. I'm, I have things to do. Yeah. And yet, for some reason, you know, when you, when you start watching someone, you, you, I don't know if you're fantasizing or you just imagine, you know, what is this person all about? And 
I guess I sort of figured she was like in her late 30s, maybe 40. Mm -hmm. Um, Had some sort of a regular job. It wasn't as though I was attracted to her, like, physically. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just someone else out there that I was getting to know via my TV set. And is there anything that you imagine her doing when she uh, when she passes by the camera and, and, and makes her way up to her apartment? You know, clearly, you know, as she's walking past the camera to her apartment, she's either going to go into the apartment alone, to a lonely apartment, mm-hmm. an empty apartment mm-hmm. with no one else in her life, mm-hmm. or there may be someone there waiting for her. Hmm. But I, 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 because of the weather outside, the time of year, mm-hmm. I began to believe that she had a lone existence. One night I'm watching, and she comes in with someone. And it really threw me for a loop. I thought, who is this person with? Right? She came in with a man? Yeah. And there she is walking with this guy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and uh, and I, 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 I don't know if I was hurt. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I mean, this person has her own life, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just watching part of her life. I don't really know what's going on the rest of her time. You know? Anyways, it seemed as though, you know, there was a guy, and they seemed to be comfortable together. And How could you tell? She was laughing. You know, once I remember them coming in together and as usual she, she dropped her keys or something fumbled out of her hand she bent down to get him and I thought how come he's not bending down and getting him for her and I thought what kind of relationship is this you know one night um, after I watched the two of them come into the lobby, I thought, well, I wonder what's going to happen. Um, you know, I wonder if this guy's really going to stay around for a long time. So I, 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 I kept the tape running just in case I missed something, but I, I went into the kitchen and made dinner and, and um, sat down in front of the TV and watched it. You, you watched while eating dinner? I watched the TV, mm-hmm. the lobby. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, you know, if I would see this guy leave. And uh, he didn't leave. And, and how, how late did you, you end up watching until? Um, I watched it till around midnight. And he didn't leave? No. So I watched it for about six hours. Put in another um, VHS tape. And I put it at SLP, long speed. Mm-hmm. Um, he never left. He didn't. He, he never came out. No, um, you know, hours and hours of tape, and I just sort of fast forward through it. But no, he never left. And um, and I thought good for her. And that's it. Just good for her. Yeah. Nothing else. No. Not a little something else. Mm. No, I, it, I. I was like now growing, I was becoming concerned for her happiness. (laughs) But um, it's over. Whatever it is, it's over. And so I, 
um, I thought, okay, as, as a final, as a grand finale, hmm. I, I went over and I, I actually deleted that channel, the lobby channel. So it's no. not. So now, when you go from say PBS to Fox, it just goes straight. Yeah, straight through. Straight through. No, no stop lobby. In the lobby. Nothing. Yeah, no. It's gone. It's over. Hmm. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Um. But it was just like I don't know. It sort of signified the end of winter, and uh, spring was coming, and it was time to move on. serendipity, Jonathan? Yes. There's a park across the, uh, the yard and uh, I used to do exercises in that park and um, I would always hope that my wife would uh, catch a glimpse through the window of me doing exercises in the park uh, as, um, as an instance of serendipity. Um, and uh, uh, but she never ended up just uh, seeing me serendipitously. So eventually, I think I called her from the park and told her to look out the window so that she could see me doing dips and chin-ups. That's almost serendipity, isn't it? I, I, I was. It was sort of like I was too anxious to allow serendipity. I was trying to overproduce a serendipitous moment. I was forcing serendipity, and when you force serendipity, you destroy serendipity. It's still a good example, I think. You pass. You pass the test. <laughs> oh, great. Good. Uh, Jonathan, would you mind, since we're still on the phone, um, would you mind mm-hmm. that if I read the, the credits to the whole uh, Serendipity podcast for you? Yeah, sure. And it's a long credit. They keep going longer and longer. Um, okay, so here it is. Okay. You've been listening to Serendipity, a podcast produced by Anne Hepperman and Martin Johnson. The fiction piece you just heard is called The Lobby by you, Jonathan. Yes. Uh, the music was by the bands Odori and Quiet Music for Tiny Robots. And here comes the tricky part. Serendipity is the monthly podcast of the Sarah Award, an initiative of Sarah Lawrence College and is supported by KCRW's Independent Producers Project. The Sarah Award celebrates radio drama for the 21st century. Check us out at thesarawards.com. There you can listen to inspiring works, learn how to ha, learn how you can make audio fiction of your own and take part and take part in the revolution. Subscribe to us in iTunes and follow us on Twitter at the Awards. That's thesarawards.com. Goodbye. Did that work okay? Yeah, that was you did a good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>